I started from nothing Never knew where my next meal was coming But I transform my life I stay one step ahead Mindset of disruption I own the edge This is a drill cast Where I bring the wisdom you need Everyone is selling knowledge I get mine away for free I'm as real as it gets You either love or hate me Best believe I'm Major League Bill Hines That's me This is the drill cast basic training was was actually a lot of people thought it was difficult but it was fun for me because one i was coming from a place for being a pretty good athlete mm-hmm. so i ran fast i so you're in exercise. shape i was yeah i was lightning fast i was fast i was in i'll shape. race you, you foot race that, in the now you beat me yeah okay good let's get on my little as long as you scooter. know yeah get on my little scooter and beat you um but in the military, yeah, like other people, there were people quitting left and right, a um, couple suicides. So that, that's what I was going back to earlier. Like mental health is really, really important. So back then, you know, they weren't in tune to that. And then some some detractors say, oh, there's just, everyone's just being a pussy now and, oh, stress and this and that. But, you know, hey, it's a, it's a real thing. There's, you know, issues. People have mental health issues and – you know, you need people trained in recognizing those symptoms and signs because, you know, you shouldn't lose a soldier. So how many suicides are too many? One. So but the whole oftentimes they're letting people train these kids that they don't know how to, they, they, you know, you have to be the counselor, you have to be you know, a friend and everything. And it's like, oh, we're, we're training people for war. But aren't they yeah. trying to separate you from your civilian identity and, and make you more, you yeah. know, of yeah. a soldier? So you have to do this kind of mental break. You do have to do a mental break, but at what point do you say, okay, I have to let off the gas mm-hmm. because I'm about to kill this kid, okay? Or at what point do you say, you know what? He's not cut out for it. So in the military, when people wanted to quit, Oh my God! They shamed them. They were like beating on them. And yeah, they're just like you know. It wasn't, it wasn't a good, you know, time. Certain and then, you know, even prior to me being in, it was even worse. So, uh, you know. Have you seen Full Metal Jacket? Yeah, of course. It's Does that movie. feel accurate? Um, for the period that remember it was the sergeant in, guys always yeah, like for the period it was depicted in. Yeah, it was accurate. For that period. But that like, superior was always de- demeaning the guys. And then one yeah. day one of the soldiers kills them. Because yeah, I mean, that's happened. I mean, it's not like it didn't happen. Like there have been soldiers that have just been like pissed off and they've killed their drill sergeants. Now, the drill sergeant, obviously, he didn't know he was doing anything wrong. He, you know, in the 1960s, they kind the of 50s, encouraged that. The mentality right? was like, yeah, basically tough guy you, syndrome. Your identity needs to be green. Your first name is your last name. So I'd be Heinz. And what's your last name? Every last name is U.S. Army. There's no black. There's no white. You're green. Like, that's the military mentality. Like, we don't see color. The only color we see is green. You're Army green. Your first name is your last name. And your last name is U.S. Army. Like, that's how the military operates. And that's why you want that brotherhood. Did it always work that way? No. But that's what the Army wanted. So for that, they were really trying to create a, a brother-slash-sisterhood. 
but again, you do have to break the person because example, if you're in combat or you go away somewhere and you're in tough situations where you're not being fed for days, like you don't have food, you don't have ammunition to defend yourself. You have to figure out how to navigate. You know, we didn't have iPhones like, okay, I'm going this way. Let me, let me pull up Google maps to see how to get over to the, you know, but emotional distress does not translate into stamina. <laughs> When you're starving, you oh yeah, know? it does. It's yeah, mind over matter. Huh. It's definitely mental. You can will your way to win, so to speak. You know, like I always say, like, hey, most people stress for them is, you know, a test tomorrow. When you're in the military, stress is hanging outside of a helicopter, fifty feet above the ground, getting shot at while you're on a rope. That's stress. So anything short of that. Most people who are in the military that have been through that are okay with stress so they can handle different situations. That's why the people that do come out of the military, you know, they make some of the best leaders for businesses. I did read an article on and, that. And, uh, and they have compassion because they know like, hey, all of the employees need to win in order for the whole company to win. So there's more respect there. There's compassion there. And, uh, you know, they, they're not, they know like, Hey, I'm not treat, I'm not trying to, Hey, my, my accountant or my bookkeeper or the marketing person, they don't need to be broken to a point they're getting ready for war, <laughs> you know, they, you know, but that's hard to make the switch back to a civilian life after being, like you said, active duty or in war. Yeah. But the military has some pretty good programs that uh, do transition back to so for that. So they, like, you know, you're getting out. I've seen a, a lot year, of PTSD in ex-military people. Well, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's a lot of great places in the country that have realized now, and there's programs out there. That's why I said it's getting better and better and better. So like somebody last night asked me, Hey Bill, are you against the military? No, absolutely. But I, I'm 100% for the military, but they said, would I recommend it? And you made a good point. Whereas, Hey, you know, you would you recommend prescription drugs for certain people? Hey, certain people need prescription drugs, and certain people are on them that don't need them. So it, it's it's similar uh, things to that. So yeah, the military to me, you know, it, it's not for everyone, uh, but for the people that um, can go to it, you know, and you'll know early on if it's for you. And if it is for you, go into it 110 percent and do your best, and you'll come out a better man for it. If it's not for you, you need to let somebody know right away, like, hey, this isn't for me. You but know? then don't they do, like, dishonorable discharge? No, not, and well, not, you? In your, not in basic. They'll do, like, a general one, and then they it converts later. I on. wanted to join ROTC in college. My parents begged me not to. Why? It's just ROTC. And then you get to be, like, a higher up, right, when you enter? <laughs> uh, well, it depends. If you go through college in the ROTC program, not mm -hmm. in high school. Junior ROTC really doesn't do nothing for you. Let you kind of get a taste of it in a way, but not really. Um, like the military type of protocol and respect. And it's really not until you go to college. That's when you then, if you go through ROTC in college, then you'll come out and graduate college into uh, reserves or active duty as an officer. Yeah. What are the rivalries between different branches of military they're lighthearted rivalries unless it's like football or something like that like yeah army always wants to beat navy okay um navy always wants to beat army nobody really cares about the air force so, well and the marines are part of the navy for the college what so about the speak. coast guard 
Um, puddle pirates. That's what we call them. What is that insinuate? It's, a, it's I get it, a puddle pirate. That's what the Navy calls them. I don't. We respect them all. But <laughs> okay. That's just a military type of joke, sure. camaraderie. Like we would say with Marines. I was like, yeah, I wanted to be a Marine, but uh, I couldn't. I just couldn't pass that one test. I just couldn't pass that one test in the Marine Corps. It's so hard. And then all the Marines are like, yeah, that's right. We're the best. We're so hard. And like, well, what test didn't you pass? I was like, I couldn't fit my head in the jar. <laughs> and they're like, fuck you. You're an asshole. Are and, they supposed uh, to be the, the smarter group of the bunch? No, no. The toughest. Okay. Like, Navy well, SEALs are the toughest. Yeah, but it's... Navy SEALs are like the elite. Really. They're no. the guys they make movies of. Not really. Army Rangers, Navy SEALs. Uh, Delta Force, Special Forces, like it's all... SEAL Team 6. Yeah, yeah. But there's also, you know, a Ranger Task Force that is equally as good and better. Yeah, I mean, as far as like, if I were to recommend going to the military, somebody said that there was, there's obviously different uh, parts of the military. Now you got Space Force, stuff like that. What I would recommend... Is that real? Yeah, of course. Yeah. No fucking way. Infinity and Beyond or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so he'll pull it up. It's pretty cool. Now, maybe I would have done that. But if you have an issue there, you're not coming back. <laughs> you're like, you're floating away. I still um, don't understand. But here's the thing. if Really, seriously, if I had to do it over again, and I said, you must go wow, into the military. Wow, that's amazing. Like, Is this that, NASA? That's Trump, yeah. Trump did that. Look at that. Wow. I don't know if it's good. but And then so they did a private-public partnership with SpaceX, but they're also going to allow... What are the qualifications? Uh, being able to put a rocket into space. Like, getting it without blowing up. <laughs> yeah. So, so if, if I had to do it over again, I probably would just... Now, it, be this the guy. Coast Guard is not technically part of the armed forces. And, and it's really more national defense. Only in time of war that they can bring it into the military and use it as... So what's their general function? Well, to protect what their name is coast guard mm-hmm. so, but they do a lot more other things like honestly i probably would have joined them first they just man when i was a military police officer and i'm watching them at different places all i mean those guys have all the fun they was like well, they had all the fun they had cuter uniform. uniform i didn't say cuter <laughs> uniform yes, yes. Uh, they had cuter uniforms and oh man that guy's butt looks so good in those like mm. like no but even the girls uniforms were great the guy like but they ate better food. Like, I was just like, whoa, wait a minute. I'm like, I bet you they're getting paid more. They weren't, but, um, so I would say Coast Guard first. Then I, it's, then I would say, depending on your job, the next two would be Air Force or Navy, and they could be interchangeable based on your job. Okay. So, like, obviously, hey, I wanna be, if I wanna do something Tenet. with water, obviously I'm gonna go Navy. If I oh. like water, if I like air, I'm gonna go Air Force. So depending on, well, that's just a rank, a leader. But, oh. if, you know, if I want to be an air traffic controller, you know, you could. That's a good job. It is, but the Navy has a lot of planes. That's a civilian job, isn't it? Yeah, it translates down the road. So oh, okay. that's a, it's a really good career field. So in the Army, if you're doing like, I don't know, if, if you're just an infantryman, right? I mean. That's like the lowest level? Yeah, I mean, Microsoft's not hiring infantrymen, you know, like. Hey, we need like a force to go kill people at Apple because, you know, they're our competitor and we just don't like them or, you know, that's not happening. So like, but the leadership skills of a a non-commissioned officer or an officer in the infantry 
they're really good. So if they can get business degrees or even learn more about that, I mean, that's going to translate because they know how to build teams. They know how to make, you know, teams come together. So that's that. But yeah, their job in the military, which is pretty much to kill people and break things, that doesn't translate into the civilian world. Well, I mean, I guess it could. It could be some bad police officers, but yeah, I mean, that translates. But see, in the military, a lot, a lot of that of stuff sense. doesn't happen. That's pretty you know, linear, like, I, I think. It is. And then, and then I would pick the Army, like the one I was in, and that would be fourth, and then the Marines would be fifth. And I only say in the Marines fifth is because it really takes a special, special person to become a Marine, per, a Marine Corps person. Now, there are people in the Marine Corps that I believe should not be in the Marine Corps, okay? They don't have the, the right mentality. But like anything, there certain people get through, you know? Um, where do Marines live? Are they on a boat? Where, where are they they're stationed? They're everywhere. So what's yeah, the uh, tough quality uh, that you well, have to no, possess? Marines have bases. Like there's Camp Lejeune. There's 29 Palms. There's, um, you know, they it live on lovely. boats. Like so, so the Marines make a joke to the Navy. It's like, hey, you're our taxi. You take us, you take us to where we need to go fight and win. And you drive us to the destination. And mm-hmm. so there's that joke between the Navy and Marines. So, you know, Marine officers... Well, potential officers go to the Naval Academy. And then when they're somewhere in the Naval Academy, they're like, hey, what do you want to do? And they're like, well, I want a real job. I want to be a Marine. That's their joke. You know, just like me, I was enlisted. So our joke would be with our officers, like, you know, if somebody called you sir, I was like, don't call me sir. I have a real job. <laughs> like, where the officers are just sitting down pushing paper. But, you know, in our military, we had some really cool um, officers. Um, and uh, we had some bad ones, just like anything. And you just learn how to deal with them. And, you know. I bet um, you love the show MASH. That was a good show, actually. It was a good yeah. show. Yeah, Alan Alda and Colonel Potter. and All of them. Max Klinger. <laughs> it's like Max would be like, my dad died. Klinger, your dad died a week ago. Oh, this is my other dad. Yeah. Anyway. But, yeah, so that, that would be my ranking in the military. So in basic training, the first day you get there, like you're out of like you get your paperwork, you leave the recruiting station, and 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 you go through this thing called MEPS, which is the military entrancing entrance processing station. So I did mine; it was in East Orange, and then you do go through all your uh, testing. So actually, my official sign day for the military was February fourteenth of nineteen eighty nine. It was Valentine's Day, and I I always joked, I'm like, it was love at first sight. Because I was all for it. I was like, anything got to be better than Hillside, New Jersey. So, and uh, well, it was the first day you get there. The the Joe Sergeant they get on the bus and they're like, "You got twenty eight? No, you got thirty seconds to get off my bus." See, I hate this. And twenty eight of them are gone. (gasps) Everyone's like, I'm in the back. I'm like, fuck this. I'm like, I went out the emergency door. Brilliant. Yeah. And they were like, well, outside the box. Oh, I got in trouble for that. They're like, like later on, they were like, so then that gave me my nickname that the drill sergeant gave me, like from that day. What was it? Brains. Oh. And he was like, Brains. First thing, he's like, that was pretty smart. He's like, because I got out like quicker than anyone. I was like, whoosh, pop the door out. I was like, I'm not waiting for them because anyone that took later was like, you're watching the other buses arrive. And they were just like the people who got out last were getting smoked the most. And when you say smoked, that means you're doing push-ups and you're doing like the the, the dead cockroach. So aggressive. What's the yeah. dead cockroach? Uh, you lay on your back 
and you wave your feet and legs up in the air and it doesn't seem like it's hard but when you're doing it for an hour it's pretty hard and then so anyway i get out and he's like brains i'm gonna smoke you like a cheap cuban cigar long and slow <laughs> they have the jill starts have like the best analogies for everything so it's like an old man joke yeah it is an old well you know, again, we're talking 1989. I guess here. so. So aggressive, though. I don't. So like when I went, it. To, I went to basic training, like after my junior year of high school. So I was like, "What are you doing for the summer? Oh, I'm going to the beach." <laughs> and oh, my dad bought me a Porsche, and I'm like, "Where are you going? Uh, Fort McClellan, Alabama? <laughs> for what?" Uh, I thought it was a good idea. Such a true American. I get there. I had I'm my hair. I had like my. I had a nice. I had bigger hair than you, Dan. Uh, curly hair. I Show me your there. hair. Like, uh, just like, and it hey. never grew back after that. Yeah, it never. Well, <laughs> no, honestly, fuckers. I really kind of kept it that way. Yeah. I think I grew it back a little bit for like when I got married. But then I noticed it was like thinning a little. So they had this like bottle. It's called hair in a can. My ex-wife still laughs at me for that. So I'm like. like. It's just like spray paint kind well, of. We didn't know. Yeah. We didn't know I had the little thing until I was growing my hair back out and like the little bald spot or whatever until we did like engagement pictures. And then like, you know, we're not, we're not getting like the amazing Eric Forbergers of the world, you know, like a good photographer. We were just getting anybody, you know, that's a plug for Lancaster photographer, Lancaster nice. PA, Eric Forberger. Check him out. Brilliant guy. Anyway, um, he did not pay me to say that. And uh, he, <laughs> so the lights were hitting the head, and <laughs> I got. I'll show you this picture, and it's like a big, shiny spot. And I'm like, where did that happen? Because like, I'm in my twenties at that point. I'm like, shit. But I always hair in the shaved can? my head. Yeah. No, no, no. So then for the wedding, she was like, you got to do something about that. She goes, like, where yamaka? Don't have your shiny bald spot rooting my wedding. I was like, shit. So any man that's smart knows, like, hey. And the wedding a, is this for advice the girl. for any yeah. yeah it's for the girl don't even say shit just agree like you're just a the guy in a man but you want woman help room. you don't want to just be talking to a wall you how want the guy helps to have opinions he writes the check that that's how the guy with helps yours. no but my point is i always say it to my friends that are getting married or got married i'm like listen you're just a prop she technically can get anyone to stand in there you're lucky to have her you know so just you stand there smile be pretty don't fuck it up for her because yeah. if you do That'll be a very quick divorce. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. Like, she's got, the five years later, she's going to be like, remember at the wedding, you brought your drunk friend and he passed out. Uh, so, I'm just telling you. that's No, my, you're right. My sisters do remember, like, very specific Her one sister's getting wedding. married soon. My baby sister. Baby sister. She is. Meg asked me to be her date for that. I'm no, I didn't. Her. You I, absolutely. I did not. <laughs> All right. Maybe I said I should be and you said, Probably okay. so. We were going to have this big wedding like, in Ohio, but Well, are you buying now, the airfare ticket? I'm like, yeah, I'll buy your airfare. She's like, all right. Then you can this conversation it. never took place. And I'm going to have to tell you the wrong dates now. But we're going to Vegas to uh, celebrate her wedding now. That's your loss, not mine. I'm fun in Vegas. I have seen you in Vegas. You are fun. See? However, for a family affair, we might just want to keep it closed. <laughs> I'm family now. I'm just kidding. You're, you're getting up there. Yeah. I think your mom would love me. My mom just called. I was looking at it. Really? Like mom's house. Mom's house. Nice. That You have your mom listed as mom's house? And it's the house phone. Oh. Yeah. All right. That, see, my mom still has a house phone, too. Do I still you have, have a house phone? I want one. You still have the number memorized? Well, I have a house phone, yes, but it's like a VoIP number. So it's like the house phone can be on this. So 
it it follows you. It's not a traditional house phone. It's technically IP based. Uh huh. So. So if somebody calls your landline, it comes to your cell phone. So, yeah, but technically it's not a landline anymore because it's through fiber optics and Wi-Fi and technology. So basically, the number now is virtually in the cloud. So. Does the number change? Wow, Bill knows technology. Hmm. You I do wonder know why he knows technology. that. Oh my God. So okay. Sometimes people text me Technology. from numbers and they're not actually true numbers because so I, I do the reverse lookup and it's somebody using like a Google voice number. Yeah, they have those. So that would be what you're talking about, yes? No, not that one. Those are like burner numbers. Those are yeah. People, yeah. How do you- how Those are the guys sending you dick pics. 100%, yeah. right? I, I don't recommend doing that. I just need to know how to get my hands on one. Anyone has it. Like e-voice is a good one. I mean, Zoom has numbers. You know, Google, Google Voice, you know, Google Voice. Just go ring central is another good one. Yeah. So anyway, to make a long story short, yeah, it's not that I don't recommend the military. Like it, it's a it, it's it's a hard job. It's not for everyone. So I would have to do a case by case basis on who would be, who would do that just to bring that back. And, uh, you know, the risk and reward. You know, when I was in the military, we got, I don't know, seven hundred dollars a month. So is $700 a month take home worth putting your life on the line? Now, when I signed up, I didn't know there was a potential to go to war and get shot out. I was like, oh, I'll just join the reserves. But as a country, $700 a month when I'm active duty and then they're going to pay for my college. Like that was my mentality. There are a lot of benefits. Yeah. And, I, and then literally the, the drills, not the drill sergeant, the recruiter was like, we haven't been in a war or anything conversation since like nine or something since like 1981 so it's like slim to none literally i'm graduating from basic training and we're going to like combat like all right well you couldn't be more wrong like two days before i'm graduating they're like all right everyone's going to saudi arabia when did they do away with the draft technically the president you know he can authorize a draft if he thinks the shit's going to hit the fan enough. Yeah, he can do that. So you have to sign up for... Only men actually have... Hey, I believe in equal rights. So, so then mandatory service, bullshit, like in like Israel. You didn't, have to, you didn't have to do selective service. I Like, fuck that. Everyone should need to sign up for selective service. I, I'm going to push that change. That's exactly like Israel. Everybody no, after that's high not school, a, no. they Israel go actually the... goes into that and they do that. Uh-huh. They have a pretty good military. Didn't they, really they trade in the American military? No. No. I think something like no, that happened. They, they lied to you. I believe in Israel. Don't believe the hype. No, they have like the Mossad, but other than that. So cool. Yeah. No, our military is the best in the world. Like if it was fully okay. unleashed, like nobody would stand the chance. Like if our military, like the gloves came off, there's not a foreign power or foreign military that would stand the chance. And what our military can do that others can't is full fight a multi-front war like so if five countries tried to come at us we have the navy the air force the marines like you know like and that's like in the iraq war one of the first one the desert storm what do we do for 90 days we just use the air force and the navy to just bomb the shit out of them and basically oh, what does that do that chokes their supply lines down like people couldn't buy food people couldn't do that like so strategically they're holding back like, there's so much more that they have that nobody knows about. So, like, there's not a doubt in my mind. 
Like when everyone's like, oh my God, Iran's going to, you don't know, they've been in combat for 30 years. I was really scared when um, That's because they're fucking throwing Syria. rocks at each other. You know, like, and fucking like, like, what's that called? Boomerangs and shit. Like they're, they're they, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we have some, we, we, now we have weapons and drones that could just reach out and touch you without even, like they could fly it. I don't know. Yeah, video game people that can like. That feels very cowardly though. It's not about cowardly. It's about winning. Anyway, I don't like talking about it, but you have, somebody asked me the question, so I wanted to answer it. I feel like Americans are just so much more comfortable with violence. But you want to know? I, here, here, I, you know what I'm going to blame it on? And one of my friends said this. And uh, Pornos. No. They desensitize uh, you guys and then. No. <laughs> this is how video you start talking, game. thinking video, like this. So think about it. Call of Duty. Dan, do you play any video games? Um, a little bit. I used to play a lot more than I currently do. All right, but did you ever play any first shooter games? Yeah, yeah. Okay, when you shot someone, did you feel anything? No. (laughs) You didn't feel remorseful? No. I mean, it's It's a fucking cartoon. Okay, watch that. Did you feel good about it? Um, maybe a sense of accomplishment, like if I was like winning the game or something like that. Okay. It wasn't so much like- So could you say if you played that enough, Mm -hmm. it could like basically, you know, manipulate your mind to think that Hey, if I got a real gun and that guy's pissed off at me and I shot him, that's I mean, why that's why you see these like these mass killings and yeah. they're they go to court and you're looking at them and like I think they just when they shot 18 people or 20 people, it's like they were in a video game and they don't feel it because that's what they're used to. I think there's more into the surface though with that too. Like I mean, there I play those video but games, point, but I never once would consider doing that. About that. There yeah. are a lot of articles written about how um, like scientists believe that violent video games are desensitizing the youth today. But to Dan's point, I get it. It's deeper than that because it's like going back to when you say, hey, should this person be in the military? Like, you know, yes, the drill sergeants and even in the police academy. Like, honestly, I made a comment on another podcast that, hey, George Floyd was killed 10 years ago or 20 years ago when that cop was being trained, you know. Because whoever was in charge of training him, you know, they need to be a counselor, a therapist, you know, and, and, you know, obviously they have to train him in the law and all that stuff. So, you know, they need to pick up on that better. And nobody's going to be perfect. But if if people training you can pick up on that or even so now even teachers in school, one, they're not paid enough, you know, for what they have to do, you know, teachers, military police fire social workers social workers like to dan's point though there's probably a deeper issue but having a video game where you just go pop and it's like actually you're rewarded for it i i think at the point where the person has the mental illness going on that in his mind Dude, it's exactly it's really like Instagram, life. though, okay, yeah. where people put pictures and live or die off of people liking their pictures or giving them positive feedback. I, I like your you retrain your brain, though. So, like, that feels good. When I'm killing people in this game, now I feel good. Yeah, exactly. When I get a like from somebody looking at my picture, now I feel good. Oh, yeah, like a lot of, there's a lot of Instagram models and the TikTok girls. So, a normal thing, like a normal human experience wouldn't yeah. be as gratifying. Were you married before you went? No, not in the, not in the beginning. Like, later on, I got married. So, 
uh, training to me was so fun, like, because I was just good at it, you know, like, I could run faster than any. I remember there was this guy, his name was Private Brooks. Ha ha, I was Private Hines. So, uh, me and him were so fast. Like, one day he would win, next day I would win. Like, we would, every morning we'd do like a two mile or five mile run. So, I mean, one day I'm like, just fucking around. Like, me and him checked out from everybody. We were gone. So, we were like, and you know, some days you wake up, eh, I don't want to work out today. But we were just took off for the first like half a mile. We left everyone in the dust. And there was this bread truck, right? And we're like, fuck it. So we hop on the back, and it looked like a UPS truck or a FedEx truck. We're back on the UPS, we're on this bread truck, and we're just like like 4:30 in the morning, just like jumped on the bread truck. It drove us all the way down. So we were like had our little Timex watches on us, and we're like, we're sitting down just you know, for about 10 minutes because we could run two miles in under 11 minutes, like 10 minutes, nine minutes and certain seconds. So we were like looking to see where other people were. So literally we were so far ahead. But you cheated. Yeah, but it was practice. Okay, but like, if they would have seen you or they kicked no, they your didn't, ass? No, they didn't see us. Oh, they would have fucked us up. They would have drowned up. you in the fucking lake? <laughs> they would have fucked us up. They, but it's they nice knew. that you have one or two nice memories. Though, so me. in the final thing though, I kicked Brooks's ass by like 40 seconds. Like the, you have a final PT test where you have to do your sit-ups, your uh-huh. push-ups, and the two-mile run, uh-huh. and I, and everything. I just fucking destroyed everybody. I was like, mm-hmm, and I wasn't given like even like leading up to it because I knew my uncle was in the military for many years. He was a paratrooper, so he's in the airborne. He was in Vietnam, and he told me, he's like, don't let him ever see what you got, right? Like, and he had a phrase like, always keep a bullet in the gun. Now, that's an analogy, okay? Uh, I don't condone the use of weapons myself. I don't own any weapons. just want to make that clear. I don't either. Yeah. So, But my point is, like, I, I understand why people need them. Just turn on the news, you know? Don't watch the fucking news. It's fabricated. No. Well, I mean, I saw the news, and there was a police officer on somebody's porch, and they shot him through their fucking window. So that wasn't fabricated. That happened. The cops any, killed an innocent person? No, we believe that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my point. So, I don't know. Should that person have had a gun to shoot the person on their porch? Like, why was it okay for that person? So that's another debate. Now, Caitlin, ask your question again. Well, I've had a lot of uncles that have been in the military, and they went into um, different forces than you. So I was just wondering if you know for a fact that everyone gets trained the same way in combat or, like, maybe they got different training because they were more focused on like the computers and on that side of it instead of like uh, with like actual combat. Yeah. So um, one, thank all your uncles for their service because that is, it's a very difficult job that not everyone can do. And um, you know, it's not for everyone. Like I say, I wouldn't recommend it to everyone. I I would have to talk to people, but uh, that's a very good question. So what was like, a couple of the jobs that they did so some were more technical um two of them were um in the navy and they worked like in the submarines underground like with um i know that they did a lot with like geolocating i think and like they did a lot of working with maps and the computers my one uncle was in um i think he was in the marines so he did a lot of like the stuff you were talking about earlier breaking things and killing people yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and um, well, and I also had a friend who was in the Air Force, and she said she was like in the medical field. Yeah. She also had to go through combat training, but yeah. 
I don't ask my uncles about it. They don't ever really talk about it. So I was just wondering. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people in the military don't like talking about it because it's pretty hard. And, you know, when you find like, I don't know, I always relate it to if you ever see someone driving a Jeep and they all wave at each other. <laughs> or motorcycle guys. You know, like, hey, you know, like when you get around another person that was in the military, especially in your branch and in your discipline. So it's like I was a military police officer, but I've done other things. And you, you, you just have like, OK, me and that girl or guy went through the same shit and you build that bond so everyone has to go through basic training what is that basic training well that's where you learn to uh oh something beeped so the um everyone goes through the basic training so that that really is like hey learn your military discipline you know learn how to be a soldier Get your military bearing about you. So the respect factor, because people are coming from all walks of life. So they have to just strip you down from what you learned. Like every, as we were saying, every parent is different. Okay. So now you have the ultimate parent in a drill sergeant. So that uh, female or male, and they're basically trying to say is, okay, forget everything you learned as a child. Now you're our child and we're going to make you into an elite fighting machine. Okay. So in the military, it, not necessarily you're fighting like this or shooting people, but you have people that are air traffic controllers. You have people that are, you know, psychological operations and military intelligence. And so there's many different fields that can actually translate into the real world, especially like, I really think like cybersecurity and cyber, like learning that um, is, is going to be big, especially with, you know, what's going on in the world, IT, all that stuff. So, yeah, so for eight weeks or however it is long now you go through your, you don't even learn about your job. You want to learn about it. You're like, come on, like put me in an aircraft carrier, put me in a, a air traffic control tower. You know, Hey, let me pull over someone and give them a traffic ticket. Like, I just want to play with the sirens on the car, you know, things like that. But what they have to do is like, Hey, everyone needs to be a marksman. Everyone needs to learn how to shoot a weapon. Like it, reality of the situation is, and you have to do it well. Because in that thing, if, you, if you're if you in a situation where you need your weapon and you don't do it well, well, someone's going to shoot you and kill you. So you can't have that happen. Like, that's like you have to be better than that next person. So you better train. Like, some people didn't take it seriously. Like, oh, well. So you, you have to have a physical fitness standard. Okay? So you, you basically, it's like eight, eight to ten weeks, something like that. Everyone, every training is different. But they have, once you do the basic training, then you go to your advanced training. So in the, in the army, it was called AIT. So that's your advanced individual training. So then where I went, we did my basic and my AIT at the same place. Other places just have like, they go to basic and then they would go to their AIT at a different base or they transfer because it's more specialized. So where I was, it was Fort McClellan. It was military police training and also the chemical warfare training. So those guys are crazy. Anyway, the chemical people. I think they all are, but, um, so they'll put you in situations like they'll mace us, like good lord, they'll put us in the gas chamber. We called it the disco hut, even though there was no music. You take off, the, you take off your mask, right? <gasps> I gotta find video of this. You actually take off your mask, and you, ha- like they start asking you questions. They're like, all right, what's your name? And you tell them your name. Like you take a deep breath before you break the seal of your mask, and they're like, he's like William Hines. And you're still holding your breath. And like, and they're like, oh, what's the last for your social security number? And and they're like, Well, what's my social security number? And you're like, oh and they're like like 
just to trip you up. And then you breathe this big thing of this chemical into your lungs. Then you got like snot coming out your nose and you just like, and then you're dancing around. Like you panic, you're like running into walls. Like, and in, in Fort McClellan, there was always this big ass tree right outside the door. Like I ran into it. I ran into it so hard. That was a concussion. I, I threw my mask far away. Almost hit a drill sergeant. They were like, drop. Like, I'm like, fuck. I got like, I'm like, sorry, drill sergeant. I didn't know where I was. Tough shit. Now you're going back in again. So you like, like, shit. Now I got to go back in again and do it. So some people had better specialized training than others. Like they really, it was better than college. Like they're getting a PhD in air traffic control. They're getting a PhD in cybersecurity. They're getting a PhD in you know, and they're really working with some of the best people in the world. So, uh, but it's not until like after eight to nine weeks and stuff like that, but it's a good question. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to do it, I would say, yeah, pick one of those life skills, you know, that can really translate into the real world because then you'll come out of the making the military. You're going to be highly sought after, highly desired, and you're going to have a skill that translate into big money, Coding. I feel like everybody coding. wants that oh, nowadays. Yeah, You're in college. You can join the ROTC. <clears throat> yeah, no. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm pretty sure that my uncles did work in like cybersecurity and yeah. IT. So I was just like wondering because like I see them yeah, now and like yeah. they're retired and I'm like, I don't, I can't, I can't see you shooting a gun. <laughs> like I can't like see any of that stuff. So I was just they do wondering. it. Those are the guys that usually like suck. <laughs> like yeah. at doing that, they're like, ah, oh, just do enough. I have to get by. Some guys couldn't. I've actually seen, like, I peaked. I got in trouble for it. I was like, there's no way this guy's actually. Because I could, like, you're, when you're shooting a target, you know, like, your eyes are so good. And I was an expert shot. I was amazing at it. Like, everything I did, I did excellent. And then, that's uh, the true story. I bring a million military people here. Like, I'm the, I was the soldier you wanted next to you. It reminds me of Trump, though. Like, they love me there. They do. The best. Yeah. They even loved me in China. They did. China. They did like me in China. So they, um, yeah, what was I saying? Anyway, I looked over. I'm like, this guy's not hitting anything. So the drill sergeant goes, everyone get in your foxhole. So we had this, like, big poor foxhole, fake fox, I call it. And you're, we have to sit down. But I'm, like, peeking up. He takes the, the a bullet, and he starts punching holes through the guy's target <laughs> and then i'm like what the fuck so he only did like the the minimum score for the guy so the guy passed with like the lowest score ever for that that you had to pass to graduate i was like that's bullshit like literally he didn't hit one fucking thing but it's like his like what he was gonna do was like he was going because this was basic training so he was gonna go be like a clerk typist that was his paper pusher yeah, yeah he was a clerk typist like and i'm like hey make sure when i get promoted you fucking my name uh, h-y-n-e-s <laughs> you know so because the general of the base his last name was heinz but his general heinz and uh i would have told everybody H he was my dad no it was h-i but i met him though like people couldn't believe it like he, he walked up to me he was like how you doing private i'm like how you doing sir you spelled your name wrong everyone's like holy shit like Oh, you said that to him. Yeah, and it's a two-star general. And everyone's like, everyone that witnessed it was like, you're nuts because, like, privates don't talk to generals. But me, I'm like, I'm talking to anyone. Like, he's no better than me. He might have two stars. And the only reason I have I don't have two stars yet is because I didn't try 
and I don't have the time to hate. Like, give me time. I'll get there. And the only reason I didn't do it is because I didn't want to do it. What do you have to do to earn this? Uh, be very good for a long but time. But you said you're the best. But I didn't want to continue. Like, I didn't want to continue in the military. Okay, so it's time served? Well, it's time served, but being an excellent soldier. I don't know what the stars Yeah. Well, the general's indicate. a top. General's like, he was a two-star general, so you can go to five stars, but very rare. There's only been a few five-star generals. Like a black belt. Yeah, but there you can go to 10th degree, and you got two degrees. But in the military, there's a one-star, there's a two-star, three-star, four-star. And then in times of war, they name, like, a commanding general as the general of the armies, as they say, or of the militaries. Uh-huh. Yeah, but they, like, I don't know. I think Patton was a five-star general. Omar Bradley was a five-star general. A couple of people like that. Eisenhower, I believe. So, And then there's been, like, even, like, admirals of the Navy, like, you know, How did Elvis do? He was not a five-star general. He did very well, though, right? People <laughs> liked him. I don't. I mean, I JFK. guess. Yeah, JFK. JFK was really good in the Navy, actually. So People handsome. Hey, thanks for tuning into this podcast. You know, it's a, it's a thing that uh, I wanted to do for a while. At first, I actually didn't want to do it for a while, but then. A couple people wanted me to do a reality show. A couple people wanted me to do, you know, a different podcast. But they always, they wanted to take creative control. They want to tell me what to say. And, you know, that's not going to happen with Bill Hines. So, you know, I want you guys to basically come back to me. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what, you know, if you have questions or if you want me to give you any advice, certain real estate topics, certain business topics. And, uh, you know, I'm more than happy to do that. And uh, it's free. But, uh, you know, if something blows up, don't sue me if it's the wrong advice. So disclaimer. Yeah, anything you want to hear, if it's for racing, if it's any other sports, you know, open to all those questions. Yeah, so just come back to us. Let us know what type of uh, things you want to hear and talk about. And uh, we make a list. And, you know, every week we can, you know, give you what you want to hear. And that's what we're here for. We're here for people that want to listen. And uh... all right, guys, that's a wrap on this show. And, uh you know, just want to thank everyone for tuning in. As I like to say, be good. Boom. Hey, I just want to shout out our sponsors. We got a few sponsors. So obviously, Try Snow. So trysnow.com. If you enter the thrill, you'll get a nice discount on that code. It's a teeth whitener. It's, you know, for people that have sensitive gums, it, it it's they have a desensitizing serum, so that helps with that. But, you know, I have pretty sensitive gums, and uh, it, it, it was great for me. It's not like the, the store-bought brand. Um, you know, some really uh, cool people use it as far as I know. Money Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather, that's how he has a great smile, and uh, Gronkowski and, you know, a couple other people. So uh, trysnow.com, you, you put your code in, of the thrill, and, you know, from us to you, we'll get you a nice discount. Hey, another uh, sponsor I want to tell you about is a really cool project. And uh, so this one is the Wolf Project. So it's wolfproject.co. And if you put in the code, the thrill, again, on any of their products, they have a really good hydrating mask. They have really good lotion for, you know, hydrating your daily wear for face. And then they have a really good uh, men's facial cleaner. And they're going to be coming out with more and more products geared toward men. You know, and that's why, you know, I look so good. No wrinkles, you know. I'm like 80 years old. Look how good I look, you know. I act five, but uh, yeah, go to wolfproject.co and you will get some uh, amazing, uh, 
um, skincare product for men. So that's it. Everyone take care. As I like to say, be good. Boom. <laughs>